Time to play with pain. Hosted by Emmy-winning comedian and writer Jeff Cesario. Interviewing guests from comedy, entertainment, and sports. Plus, legendary sportscaster Chet Waterhouse. Don't worry, this shouldn't take longer than your average trip to Costco. And now, here's your host, Jeff Cesario. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, got a fun one today. My guest is a sports radio producer. He's an on-air talent, and he's the creator of CorkedBats.com, which is like a very funny sports and uh, what would you call it? Lifestyle? Uh, Pop culture. Pop culture. Sports and pop cultures. Austin Huff, ladies and gentlemen. It, you know, Chet, if I had to put uh, my 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 finger on what it is we actually do, I don't think I don't think it's possible. It's no, you'd get it, arrested it, if you had to put your finger on it. Really, at right. least in public. You well, one guy, th- yeah, the the former founder of CorkBouts.com actually did get arrested, so he gave it to me. Oh, good he Lord. handed it down to me. Yeah, okay, it's bad, so. that's not a good thing. We're gonna talk all of that. I gotta dive deeper into that. I knew nothing about that. Be <laughs> he put his uh, finger on it, and that's you know they tell you we're they gonna talk. Do that. Yeah, we're gonna talk sports. We're gonna talk everything in just a second. But of course, uh, first uh, we're gonna check Chet. Uh, do you have an update for us? Do I have an update? Did Kevin McCarthy sweat through three suits? Of course I have an update. Time for the Waterhouse Update, sponsored by Masculinin. Sheets that can handle what a man brings to bed. College football. Georgia destroys TCU in a game over quicker than Sunday Mass in Las Vegas. Horned Frogs coach Sonny Dykes filed a hit-and-run report with the LAPD. Bulldogs will now face Tampa Bay in the first round of the NFL playoffs. That item sponsored by Oscar Slap, just a plumber in Cleveland whose name is now ruined. That's Oscar Slap. NFL, where mediocrity equals excitement. Buccaneers win their division with a losing record, said Nostradamus. You're kidding me. Tom Brady told reporters, I'm officially the only guy who can make losing winning. Packers miss the playoffs when Aaron Rodgers spots an attractive ayahuasca dealer in the stands. Meanwhile, Vikings looked good against the Bears, which is like saying that Prius looks attractive next to that dumpster. That item sponsored by Therapist, the angry anger therapy. NBA, Brooklyn Nets hotter than Gigi Hadid in a Lululemon fitting room. Luka Doncic, like a Republican Speaker of the House vote, he just keeps coming at you. NHL, oh God, do I have to start watching that now? And finally this week at Sports History, the year 1991, the place Cooperstown, New York. Twins great Rod Carew elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame on the first ballot. Carew celebrated by hitting his acceptance letter into the gap for a double. This Waterhouse Update sponsored by Mulch Appreciated, the Grateful Landscapers. Now back to Jeff and Austin Huff. Wow, thanks, Chet. That was a good one. Chet was loaded. 
I, you know, there's Bob Costas, there's uh, Joe Buck, there's Joe Davis, but no, my favorite sports broadcaster of all time remains Chet Waterhouse. An Man, legend in his... <laughs> Thank you. Hope to have you up at the International Speed Fishing Championships this year, Austin. <laughs> February, keep some time open. Uh, uh, so, so, listen, you're actually familiar with Chet because yeah. in your role as a producer, uh, mm-hmm. you've produced uh steve gorman and uh, mm-hmm. jim rome uh, yeah. both shows on which i've appeared as jeff and as chet so mm-hmm. so you had some chet background now you're doing this all also from st louis is that right where are you living and you're doing and so, then you you're a host a show in chicago what is going on in the new world Jeff, like like cork bats, if you had to put your finger on me, you probably get arrested. And it, it's but it's physically it's not possible because I have bounced around all over. I have when you and I first uh, met, I was living in Nashville. I was doing Steve Gorman sports from right. Nashville, moved to Southern California and produced Jim Rome from uh, from Southern California. I got a job in St. Louis in sports talk radio doing a uh, uh, working for the one on one, the ESPN affiliate in in St. Louis. And then now I am a, probably the most random of them all. I'm uh, hosting a morning country radio music. Uh, I'm on country music radio doing a morning show in Chicago. So I and are have, you living in Chicago? Or I am you... living in Chicago. I'm coming to you right now live from uh, Lincoln Park in the Chicago land area. Well, and that's O L N, not I N. Yes, not Lincoln. Right. Yes, You're yeah. Not, not crawling in my skin. Hipsters garage, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, I got it. No, but so, I might right. be in the end, if you will. <laughs> all right. So Nashville, which is sort of the, it's almost jumped the shark as the hipster place to move to Southern yeah. California, which is incredible and weird at the same time and uh, odd to St. Louis, which is almost the epitome of staid Midwest sort of living. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. To Chicago, the second city, which combines Midwest excitement or Midwest lack of excitement with actual big city, except which of these four cities rings a bell for Austin Huff? Rings Ooh, the bell. That, what gets question. you out of the corner? What gets you off the stool? Yeah, it's it's like, yeah, I've my my career has given me somewhat of a uh, charcuterie board of America. I've gotten to taste a little bit of everything. And I, I, you know, I this is tough in the summertime. If if we're just talking exclusively summers, I would say Chicago is the best city in America. Um, It is a phenomenon in the summer. However, not fair, really, because L.A. doesn't have seasons. But go ahead. That's true. Right. It's not it's not fair. Uh, And it's and there's only really three months of summer. The rest is winter. There's two seasons in Chicago. Yeah. And so but I will say I love Southern California. I was I was born in Southern California. I I obviously spent time out there when I was working for Rome. The not having to check your weather app is probably like it. it, It's very cliche to say the weather is is the reason I love Southern California. But the weather is why I love Southern California. The beach is and being close to the beach and, and just, you know, all of the sports and there's so much to do out there. I, I love Southern California. So it's neck and neck Chicago in the summer, but then Southern California was probably my, my one, a one B. Yeah. 
Hey, guys, even a shitty job looks pretty good in 75-degree weather. That's sponsored by Blah, 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 the app that listens to the boring part of the conversation for you. Back to you. Hey, uh, so now, uh, between Jim Rome and Steve Gorman, here's two guys who are about on opposite ends of the spectrum, at least in terms of their presentation on air. You got Jim Rome, who is super intense. Oh, yeah. And loves the four syllable words in Oculus. You know, do a lot of that. Uh, yeah. It's phenomenal. So knows, yes, knows the sport so well, up and down. Then you got Steve Gorman, who's coming from a background of being a rock and roll drummer on tour with the Black Crows forever, but yeah. knows his sports, but still coming at it, I would think, in a more relaxed manner. How did you how did you adjust yourself as a producer to work for each of those two guys? Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, both of them rock stars in their fields. One of them quite literally. I they was Rome was um I mean, when I got the uh when I first started talking with Rome about moving out west to to join his his staff, which I was the the first and I think still to this day the only person that he's moved across country to produce for his show. And so it was uh, first of all, I was honored and just the fact that Rome of everyone in the country was willing to, you know, bring me on board to his staff. And that's a staff that has produced, I mean, tremendous talent all over the sports talk radio field. But I mean, most notably like Kyle Brandt, who's now on good morning football and blowing up all over. Like he, it is, is truly an incredible, um, is an incredible job. And Rome himself is, I mean, 30 years in the industry. I'll say to this day, no one in working in sports talk radio, both on the local and national scene, no one works harder than Jim Rome. Yeah, and it's it, amazing. And there's, there, there's a reason that he is uh, 30 years going strong at the top of the game, not just 30 years strong, 30 years at the top of the industry. He's a titan of the industry. And I, yeah, yeah. I, I can't say enough good things about it, but you're right. It is but going from <laughs> going from Steve Gorman, where we had a weekly hit with Chet Waterhouse. We would, we had interviews with Tim Tebow's conscious, we had t- uh, interviews with Kentucky Derby horse winners, <laughs> right. not the jockeys, the actual horses. Yeah, the horses. Um, yeah, just ridiculous sports content. Um, it was it, it it was kind of night and day, but since I the root of it all is my love for sports, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't that hard overall. And uh, here's what I loved about uh, about Gorman: he could pretty much roll anywhere with whatever you said. Uh, you know, he's he's a, a bit of a renaissance man and he hides it well under the uh, guise of a brutally uh, <laughs> uh, uh, prehistoric rock and roll drummer. But, uh, you know, he can really go anywhere you want. And Romy, I loved uh, because he would never he never said, don't do that. Do that. He lets you do what you want. Mm-hmm. But every now and then, if it was a little out of the realm of what he wanted, he would just give you that <laughs> withering stare. He oh, never yeah. said a word. He would just drill you. He, the, the original laser guy, would oh, just yeah. drill you right in the center of the forehead with a stare. Uh, the other two things I liked about Romy, Romy was really the first guy to brand what's now known as branding before branding was a thing. He yeah. branded, 
he got he got uh, you know the, the 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 whole Rome army. He got that all together. Yeah, long the clones. before anybody. Yeah, nobody had that really. He got mm-hmm. it, and he took that satchel of of demographics with him wherever he went, and he was smart enough to know how to cut that into big deals. And then the other thing I loved Romy for was he would have me on. He had a TV show for a while, and uh, he would have a panel of three guys, and he would throw me on every now and then because it was fun just to have somebody yeah. who was lighthearted. And then he got in the habit. He was smart. He would put me on with Skip Bayless. And (laughs) Skip would go off on one of his rants, you know, and I would just look at him and go, Skip, really? You know the third line of the New York Islanders? You need a hobby. (laughs) So I would just say stuff like that. And I love the fact that he gave me the platform to do that. Yeah, and of course, that, that's Norman, the, he and I can talk drums all day. So, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Rome, Rome is uh, he's got an appreciation for for comedy. And he I, I that's what I that's what I love about him, too, because you're right. It's a uh, the, the tone of the show overall is very serious. You know, it's like he's got takes for days and he's going to deliver those takes. But he also has that that side of him where he he knows comedy. He understands good comedy. And on your point about the the clones, man, I've never to this day. I I've never. I think maybe Dan Lebetard is getting close, but I still don't think he's at the point now where what Rome and I don't even know if if anyone will ever match it again, just based off of how much content there is around the world. I think Pat but, McAfee has Pat McAfee is another it. good one. Yes. Pat McAfee is another good one where it's like, you've got this fan base that is just so diehard. That is so passionate yeah. that they will do anything. And it made, it made our jobs as producers, both easier and harder um, because easier in the sense that like, they were providing content for us with, through their tweets, through their emails. And the more listeners you have, obviously, the more you have to choose from. But that's where it, it was also harder because there was so much to sift through. I I remember just on days, just the number of tweets that would come in during a random segment. We could be, you know, we could be talking about, uh, I don't know, Kevin Garnett or uh, Mookie Betts or something. Just a random segment uh, right. just to take. And then still the number of tweets just flying in just nonstop. It was like trying to keep your eye on the stock market. It was it was truly <laughs> unbelievable. And I I'm still blown away by just the the love and support that the clones give Rome at all times. That's impressive. Now, on the new gig, is it loose or you, can you go a sports direction on the country show or do you, or is there a specific uh, format that you got to stick to here? The beautiful thing about doing it in Chicago is Chicago is a sports town at its at its roots. Like it is yeah. everyone, even if you're not into sports, you're still into sports here because you've got two baseball teams, a hockey team, an NBA team, and a, and a football team that this whole city is on fire for. Despite the fact that you know they just landed the number one pick in the draft, they uh it. So I you can we do actually do a lot of segments. Our our target demographic is like 35 year old female. And yet we're still doing multiple sports segments, yeah. topics a day. Yeah, that's a good town for it. That's a, there. There's a lot of uh, there's a broad demographic for sports. It covers all races, creeds, colors, sexes, he, she, they, them, anything. If you're living in Chicago, you're rooting and you're. Yeah you're hating half the uh, other side of the city for being <laughs> right. Cubs fans. Yeah. Green Bay, St. Louis. Yeah. All of right. the neighboring <laughs> cities around hated. us. Yeah. They, we hate them all, but what well, we do love what's in within the, uh, within the landscape here in the Chicagoland area. 
All right. Uh, before we talk sports, Chet, do we have a sponsor? Yeah, we got two sponsors backed up here. You guys have been talking so long. Uh, <laughs> here we go. A Dick Tucker's Women's Clothes for Men. That's Dick Tucker's. They sponsored the last segment. Coming up here, of course, Cornhell, the only cornhole game with a 20-foot drop into a fire pit. Ooh, Chicagoland people will love that one. Go ahead, guys. All right, let's talk some sports because I know you've been dying to. Um, Which wait r- real quick. One of the uh, early during the sports update that one of yeah. the sponsors was Oscar Slap, which I know, yeah. like God love Oscar Slap, man. He's he probably went through it last year, but there probably was that like five minutes on a Sunday night in March last year where he was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm trending on the internet." Yeah, yeah, right. If he even knew what trending was, <laughs> right. there's just some guy. <laughs> napping or dayton ohio yeah who's yeah. just like huh why 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 is my name oh boy and it's all negative so we can't figure it out <laughs> it's like what did out. i do i why here i am fixing people's yeah. pipes and and, the, and they're getting mad at uh, me his sink repair business is plummeting <laughs> and he has no idea why uh all right let's wrap up college real fast uh georgia just put just embarrassed TCU. That can Jeez. happen, though, in college football nowadays. Way mm. different from now. I'm older than you, but I know you still feel it because you're just a dyed-in-a-wolf fan. When someone spanks one of my teams, I'm upset for like a year till they can face them again. Oh, yeah. I don't think kids are. <laughs> I don't think the kids who play... It's like a video game for them. Ah, 65, 7, 19, 18. It doesn't matter. We lost. We'll get seven people in the transfer portal and we'll beat them next year. I don't yeah. think it really hits them in the gut quite as hard as it, as it hits old school fans. Well, yeah, and that is that is weird because, yeah, it's, if you think about college football, like uh, most of the teams in college football, we already know who's entered the transfer portal, who's leaving, who's going except for the teams that made the playoff. And for these oh, two teams yeah, specifically, true. you know, like they, we've yet to find out who's entering the transfer portal for them, which has become such a huge part of college football landscape today. And if, if one of them, um, if, if they're going, if they're entering that, that completely can change the d- dynamic of next season. Now, Georgia, you know, I I saw Georgia was kind of bragging last night about how, oh, we didn't get any guys in the transfer portal last year. This is all development and talent. It's like, how much development and talent are you getting when you're literally landing like 193 five-star athletes every single year? (laughs) Right, right. You know, like, there's not really, there's not a whole lot of developing talent right there. You're you're basically a high school all-star team from around the country uh tcu i would say have probably had more development talent throughout the year and i that's one thing i think is interesting but you're right i i i wonder i think when you get beat 65 to 7 though i think that's one thing like that those will probably be two numbers that are hanging in the tcu weight room throughout the off season <laughs> for those who do stay of like okay that's the litmus test we're only you know i mean in, in the grand scheme of things we're only 58 points away from being national champion greatness yes that's greatness. closer than most teams but it's still now, really far right. away when you do this on on your country show do you have to slide stuff in and out and it has to be like ah you know tcu is going to wait till next year speaking of year here's some trisha yearwood i mean do you have to, <laughs> do you have to transition like that or can you can you yeah. just blow through it into a segment? How do you do it on the? T- we, yeah, we say, you know, uh, you know, yeah, TCU went down to Georgia. And now here's the devil went down to Georgia. Charlie Daniels <laughs> uh, 
It is. Sure. I, I'll say this. We had two callers actually today call in and say, you know, talk about the game. They were watching it and they were big Georgia fans. And I, when, when I get something like that, when I get a nugget like that, I'm like, Oh, yeah. please let me talk sports. <laughs> like, cause I just right, crave right. it so much. Um, so yeah, we, I, I hold on to those calls and, and I'm like, Oh yeah. What, you know, what did you think about the game? And I'm asking a lot of follow-up questions. God love my, my, my co-host, Melissa. She's just kind of sitting there like, you know, just nodding, <laughs> you know, just, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. All right. Can we go back to talking about relationships? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Exactly. Uh, you still have a great sports outlet with cork bats. Yes. Um, how a, did you come? Did this come about? Uh, we know mm. you have great sports sense and great comedy sense. B, how how did you take it and monetize it in a world that's that's tough? That's tough on that. It's tough oh, it's to do tough. that. Yeah, um, it's so. Uh, it it honestly, it started. It it started like the actual brand of cork bats started in um, when I was in college in like I want to say two thousand eight or two thousand nine. Um, and wow, that's a good just college me. when you can't remember where the hell. Yeah, right. When that's, you went. That's, that's, that's a good. Getting, yeah, that's a good college. Getting to that point. Um, and my, it was just me and a buddy of mine, and we were like, we just wanted to make our friends laugh, uh, talking about you know blogging about sports, and so we started, and then it just started growing, and more and more people were were, were catching on, and and it just kind of started getting bigger and bigger, and that was actually what kind of put me on on Rome's radar. Um, he had saw it and. I think was really impressed with it and was one of the reasons why he he had me join his staff and but when I joined his staff I had to put it on hold I you know cork bats was put on the back burner which which was fine for me because it was always kind of just a hobby and then uh, but we had built up a large following of of social followers on all the platforms and um but when something dies on the internet if you go like a week without posting you know, that's, that's a death yeah. sentence. We went right. five years without posting. I didn't relaunch <laughs> cork bats until January, January 1st of 2020. So five years on the internet without posting anything, it was almost like starting over from scratch. So yeah, I call it kind of call it's it a rebranding. Rebrand. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. it is. Rebrand. You, like yeah. we, we had to like re, re like introduce ourselves to our internet following. Even those people that were familiar with it still had to like kind of and, you know, we lost some followers for a big chunk of once we relaunched. But then then it was like once people got to know us and started seeing the content we were putting out, it, then it was like they kind of got more on board. But I will say this, though, Jeff, if you're ever thinking about starting a sports blog, I don't recommend doing it three months before sports cease to exist altogether. Because on January 1st, 2020 yeah. is when we said, yeah, let's go all in. Let's make Let's make, you know, I just left the radio. I I was going to do it full time. I was going to go all in and um and then a a global pandemic hit and it's um it's just yeah. not I just don't recommend it. <laughs> but we weathered that storm and and we're still going strong and still growing like crazy and um it's it's been fun. We just I I think that's the thing that people like attract to us because there's so much seriousness on the internet. We try to be anything but that. We don't take ourselves right. seriously. We don't you know, we ask that other people not take us seriously and, and we have fun just with sports. And, um, 
and it's 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 worked for us so far oh, in the last that's the way to years. do it uh folks you gotta say go to corkedbats.com there's all kinds of content there yeah there's, Cork, there's... corked with a k too we always yeah, have to that's right that, that was that was a smart branding decision on our part with wasn't two it? k's for the uh for the <laughs> npr listeners who are going well corked has a k you, you, you know <laughs> that, yeah yeah right right oh, just no. don't hey, go guys, three k's it... no no oh that's right yeah no you yeah, don't want no. that coming up uh, for your uh-uh. initials uh, sponsored by Burlap Skimpy Lingerie. The less there is, the less it itches. For her lap, try Burlap. Back to you guys. Let's get some predictions, Jeff. Good call. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're close to wrapping it up. Thank you, Chef. Uh, NFL playoffs coming. Uh, where are we at? What's going on here? Is this is this truly, as Chet said earlier, just sort of mediocrity being entertaining on the final weekend of the season, but about to get the, the crap kicked out of them once the playoffs start here? Like, does Seattle have a chance at San Francisco? Who's going to who's going to rise up out of this batch and maybe actually be a contender this weekend? Yeah, it's hard for me to not go chalk this opening weekend. But then again, I'm yeah. also like never take betting advice from me just because I, I you know, whatever I think is going to happen doesn't happen. Um, I I one a couple of teams that I'm I'm interested in. I think Jacksonville is and I this is wild to say and I here I am saying it out loud. It probably won't happen, but Jacksonville is playing to a level that I think is just, it's got the feel of when Doug Peterson, and I know this is a, kind of a cop out and cliche to say, but it, it feels like when Doug Peterson had, uh, had Nick Foles take over in Philadelphia when they made the right. Super Bowl run. Like it yeah. was just like it, you can't explain it. It just had that feeling. And Jacksonville, I feel, has that feeling right now. They're they're confident. They're playing hard. I think they could be on uh be an upset team throughout. Otherwise, I think it's I think it's pretty much gonna be chalk. I think, you know, the Bengals yeah. are playing insane. The Bills, yeah. Uh yeah, in the NFC, I don't think you can go good. against 49ers defense is just so good. And in the playoffs, yeah. I think the defense is, you know, people say people used to say at least defense wins championships. And I know that's kind of gone away with just how powerful offenses have become. But I, I still when it comes down to the playoffs, I still think defenses, if you have a better defense, you're going to go further than most teams. That throwback gem sponsored by 45-Hour Energy Drink. Live big, crash hard with 45-Hour Energy Drink. Back to you, Jeff. Uh, We're out of time. Look at that, because we all got hard outs today. We got to get to it. Uh, Huge thanks uh, to my guest, Austin Huff. Follow him on Twitter, at Austin Huff. And seriously, do yourselves a favor. If you like sports, you like comedy, go to corkedbats.com. That's corked with a K at the front. Uh, and, uh, And then, of course... I imagine your your country show is also simulcast online somewhere. Are you doing that? Yeah, if you yeah if you have the Odyssey app, uh, it's spelled it's not spelled Odyssey like Odyssey. It's A U D A C Y. If you have the Odyssey app, you can listen to US ninety nine is the station in Chicago. Uh, if you like country music or if you just like people being idiots in the morning, then uh, then we're we're your show for sure. Perfect. Thanks so much for coming on, Austin. I, I want to get with your sales team and I want to see, I, I would love to get a, uh, an ad read from chat for cork bats at some point. So we'll work on I'll that do it road. at any, any point in time, because you are talking to the ad team. Uh, follow <laughs> me on Twitter at real Jeff Cesario, my album comedy album. What was I thinking? Streaming everywhere. Listen to the clips on Sirius XM comedy channels and even request them. I think you can do it online. Uh, the play with pain mugs, 
Great gift available at jeffcesario.com up in the corner of the app. Uh, thanks for listening. Tell your friends, as you can see, uh, we're having a blast. Uh, and I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, Chet, what do you got cooking this weekend? I'll be in hell, China, calling the international freehand garment sewing competition for corporations are just like us.com sponsored by Exasperilla, the soda that tests your patience. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.